Welcome to Season 2 of the Week Pastor Podcast, where we view Christianity through the lens of vulnerability. Welcome to the Week Pastors Podcast. We are so delighted that you have joined us here today for a very special episode with our guest, Pero Listen, Gio. <laughs> Pero Listen, Gio, I could not stop saying that. And my ma- wife and my, my son were like, why do you keep saying that? I'm like, I, I don't know. Yeah, but I you just, didn't even know what it was. He's, I didn't you know, know what after it was. he said to me, Isn't Pedro a dog? What is dog listen? Yeah, because Pedro, I thought Pedro was a dog, right? So I'm like, Why did you say Pedro listen? Like, dog, perro. you better listen. It's yeah, double R. Yeah, that's double R. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. But yeah. anyway, I just love that little phrase and I kept saying it like every day. My son and my wife was like, Can you please stop that? And I was like, Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Pedro listen. All right. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but Gio, how you doing? Love it. I'm doing great. I'm so glad that I'm back here again. Yes. Thank you all for having me. Well, listen, I think we got to admit this for those. I know for those who are paying attention to us on social media, you have seen an uptick on just our social media. It's gotten so much better. The design has been great. There's been like posts every day. I wish I could tell you that Sue and I are the ones who are coming Seriously? up with that stuff. But no, Gio has volunteered his very precious time to help us with social media because he saw what a bad job we were doing. He's like, can I please help you guys? <laughs> he had compassion on us. Yeah, truly. You truly are a compassionate human being. But So but compassionate. We, we really do have you to thank for that because you have really helped us to sort of, you know, get our message out better and, and really hopefully allow people to listen to us and hopefully we get some new listeners. So if we do that, yes. that's all you, Gio. It's all you. Uh, thank you. No. Glory thank to God. You, Glory to God. Glory yeah. to God. And when, when, are you, when are you coming to New Jersey? You come to New Jersey anytime soon? It's yeah, just I'm coming. wedding? I'm coming in February for the bachelor party. Oh, okay. But how yeah. long are you staying? You staying long? Uh, I think I'll be staying for a week, hopefully. Yeah. All right, man. We better we gotta find some time. I gotta take you out for a meal. Gotta take yes, you out for a nice yes. meal. I'll treat you out for a good meal. All Sounds right. Good. So anyway, I have a really great question, and I've been saving this. I really have because last time we went really long with the with sure. the with the question because we had the team Sua, team Peter, and yes. you obviously were team Peter on that one. But uh, but I have a really good question. I don't know. Here. <laughs> Sua looks. She was so judgmental. Like if you remember her face, her facial expression about cheating on a test. You were like, "Oh man, I can't believe you know that they're yeah." Anyway, so well, this is a great question. This is actually a very serious question. It's not a funny question. Okay. All right. So you know how when question. you know like how when Mother Teresa died, yes, they found her journals. Yes. Yes. And people were like, "What the heck." Right. Like this is crazy. Like Time magazine published it and all yeah. that stuff. So like there was a dark side to her and yes. it, it was a shame that people actually published it. Right. Because like when you are in darkness and you're working in darkness, like there's naturally going to be moments where you go through hard times and you're just being why did they, how did they get the rights to publish someone's I personal diary? I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. But they had quotes upon quotes upon quotes. And I think a lot of people were saying, like, is like is Mother Teresa a Christian? You know, like, what is going on? Like, does she believe in wow. God? And I'm like, of course she believes in God, you know, and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, um, so listen, uh, we all write. We all, we all have journals, right? All three yes. of us? Okay. So yes. if you died, if you died and yes. they found your journals, what would be one thing you would never want them to read in your journal? One thing. You hope they never read or find in your journal. They'll just glance over, like whatever. Like they're just one thing that they would keep personal. Like you're saying, oh, I really hope, I really hope they never share that. Because sometimes I write my journal, I'm like, whoo, Peter, you sure you want to write this? Because you put this on paper. Oh, somebody ever finds this, this could be a little, you know, a little yeah, off, yeah. a little controversial, you know. Hmm. Um, 
Mm. I mean, because when you read Mother Teresa's journal, you're just like, wow, this is crazy. Because I do understand why people thought, is she really a Christian? Because she doubted Jesus and she doubted faith so much, you know, because she was, you know, constantly working with, uh, with 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 the poor and hurting people and when you're doing that and there's obviously some really dark things that you probably encounter and stuff like that but anyway i want to know in your journals all right if they found your journals when you die what do you not want them to publish well i'm gonna go because this is very easy for me (laughs) no i have no i haven't journaled in a really long time and the reason why i stopped was because um i'm like really anal about grammar and i'm i'm like a proofread i, I proofread so oh much Cause, and cause, it was driving me crazy because i stopped mm. journal i so i stopped journaling physically because i learned my lesson in seventh grade or eighth grade when i used to journal about all the boys i had crushes on and my yeah. brother read it and he told all those boys that i had crushes on them <laughs> and so i was like never again will i physically write a journal so i used to keep it on like word and really? lock it with like a password oh man but then yeah. I would like read it and reread. I think Zanga did this to me, by the way. Do you guys remember Zanga? I don't know if you guys remember Zanga. Of course I remember like, Zanga. Kind of like a blog, like yeah. one of the beginning. Okay, so it became kind of like a journal, but it was like public for people to see. Sure. And then it it became, I became so obsessed with making sure I craft a perfect journal entry that I never quite purged that out of my system. And so then when I started like typing my journals on word i would become so obsessed with making it sound good and making the punctuation be right that it was stressing me out so much so i just stopped journaling wow wow okay clearly you struggle with perfectionism <laughs> i do i'm an enneagram one I enneagram thought we one. that's so classic this. yeah yeah like i'm a sense. classic type one wow okay well yeah. it's just me and geo but then. no but <laughs> If I die, people need to burn my Kindle because the kind of romance novels that I've been reading. <laughs> what? Are you serious? I'm so embarrassed. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait I'm a minute. So okay, we got. We, we got. Novel. We got to go. We got to go a little deeper on this one. What kind of romance? Like, I'm sure you've read. What's that one called? Um, the one they made into a movie. Outlander. No, is that romantic? No, it's no, so the, good. The, That's the, a TV series now, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's. Done by the same guy who did Battlestar Galactica. Anyway, no, no, no. The 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 book about um, you know, it's it's very risque. Like it, oh, it's oh, like Fifty shades? shades of Grey. Yes, yes. Of yes. I read Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. okay, so have you have you read stuff more risque than that? No, no, I'm not into S and M. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but I have read a lot. Of, my catnip, my romance catnip, is historical romance. What do you mean? Like the Bridgertons type of, do you know Bridgertons? Oh, the Bridgertons, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. but but it's still fictional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But like okay. it's it's some of it is real raunchy, and I just there's no business anyone has looking into the things I have read. Spends my free time reading. There's just so, um, yeah. I have a person in charge of that. I have a person in charge of it. Should I die an untimely death? The person is responsible for deleting all of my books on. Kindle. It's John. No, John. John. <laughs> doesn't even know how to do that i don't think <laughs> it's jen shin <laughs> and it's a reciprocal all right all right i'm not gonna i'm not i can keep asking more questions but i'm not gonna do that okay okay we'll just you stop go, right you now. go you go all right for me i'll go and then geo you go last okay okay uh i think for me the thing that i would not want people to to read would be um 
Over the years, over the past 18 and a half years of being the pastor at Metro Community Church, there have been some people that I've gotten very upset with. And I do I would I would be I would be a bit horrified if people would to publish those entries in my journal because I did not say nice things about these people. I really went, um, I was just being honest. I was being honest about what I felt and you know the type of people I think they are. Um, I will say that there are probably some curse words in there, you know, and stuff like that. But, uh, but it's not, it's the complete, it's the anti- it's antithetical to being pastoral. Does that make sense? Mm, interesting. You look yeah, so but, confused, Sue. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm. Th- I mean, I'm thinking it is, I guess, but it's also, in, like, essentially, being a human. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, you have but, feelings. Yeah. I, I, I would be, but that would be interesting because God forbid those people are alive and then they read that and they're like, oh my god. Wait. So do you, is there a lock? On your journal? No, no, there's no log. There's so no how, log. Anyone what's to stop it? anybody from coming in and reading it? I don't know. I just it's God's good graces, I guess, right? But like wow. I don't yeah. know. I feel like you need to there's like no lock. There's take no some nothing. steps to I have, you know and I write out my journal. So one thing I'm right. hoping is that they just won't be able to read my handwriting because my handwriting is horrible, right? Yeah. But but um I would be yeah, I would be pretty I would be have pretty, you ever wish like have you ever written a curse out the way you wrote a no, curse no, over no, that, I never did. I never that did. guy I never who did. sold you the Listen, Maltese uh, falsely? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, There was an episode where I talked about I, I prayed a curse upon somebody because they uh, took my money and they didn't give me the Maltese. So um, I actually found that email and I sent it to Sua. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have one of these like things. Like if, yeah, if you, we hit something, yeah, if I will we publish hit a hundred thousand or whatever number, I don't know, maybe realistically a thousand. Yeah, let's um, say a thousand. We will let's go reveal. We will reveal this. Um, I will read this curse. I would read the curse if we had a thousand <laughs> downloads in one episode. Yeah, I would. I just want to say it's real good. It's 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 a good one. I mean, it's, I can't believe I said that. Thank it's God sealed Google. with the name of Jesus Christ at the end. Yes, thank. God, we have Google because we found it. But I think that would be the thing um, that I would, mm. you know, um, definitely, definitely be uh, struggling with. Uh, I, I would, mm. I would not want people to find that. Even more so than maybe people that I've maybe even like lusted after, like ask God to forgive me for this or like that. To me, is like oh, whatever. I mean, of course, I wouldn't want people to read that or find it. But I think it's so many folks that bothered me in the church over the years, and I wrote some things about that. I think people are going to be like, oh my God. I can't believe PP hated my guts. Wait, can but I it's ask not you a that question? I hated them, but I was just processing. I was being very raw with my emotions about them. Do I was you? Being very raw. Is there a lot of overlap between what you write in your journal and what you share with your soulmate? No. Or is that even a no. different layer? No. No. Okay. So they would read it and be like, "Oh, yeah, I know. That's fine, you know." But I'm talking about non soulmates if they would read. No, right. It. So I'm saying yeah. like what oh, you write sure. in your journal is a very similar to how you. Yes speak yes. with your soulmates okay uh, no 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 no. i would say it's maybe a little bit more it's a bit more filtered with my soulmates okay um okay. i won't curse to about some people at the church you know to my soulmates i'll just be very honest yeah yeah but i won't cur- use curse words and in my journal i actually did so it is a little bit more filtered journal is a lot more raw i have never more. heard you curse this is very wow. interesting so listen if you're if you're from metro please you're, you're if you're listening it's definitely not you so don't worry about it okay <laughs> so, it's me but it's, it's, over, when I left. it's over the years over the years so it's been it's been there's a lot there's a lot of things that have happened in 18 years a lot of things that have happened a lot of people who have 
quote unquote hurt me and I'm sure I've hurt them, but this is my journal. So I get to unpack that stuff with God. And that's helped me so much to get to a place where I'm able to see them in a different light. Cause God, when I'm that raw and honest with God about certain people, um, that's when God really shows me a deeper, you know, sort of a understanding of who they are mm. as a result of it. It's, it's, I call it the emotional inventory. Like you got to do an emotional inventory every day of, of, you know, like what you're feeling towards God and what you're feeling towards other people. And for me, I'm like so raw. Like I don't, I write, I wrote some bad things about my wife and I know she listens to this, so I hope she doesn't ever read my journal. But like when we get into fights, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I go to town on that, on that journal. So anyway, so. This is very fascinating. Wow. Why is that fascinating? You got to be honest in your journal. So, so like, yeah, I, I can't <laughs> believe you edit your journal. I, that's like the furthest thing for I, me. I like, proofread it. I got to like, make all, sure all everything is grammatically correct. Yeah. And then, and like, three months no. later, I go back and read it and then I switch more. I edit it again. Oh, my. But this God. is why I edit your Sua. stuff for you. You I can't know, curse Sua, it with crazy. one side. This is just and between you and God. You can be honest and raw and just be all grammatically incorrect and just be, yeah, you know, whatever. So. Yeah. I can't. I can't. All right. So Gio, what Gio. about you? Come on, Gio. Uh, this, this is a this is a very hard question. For I know because, like, I okay. So, in my Zanga days, like those are like my teen years. So this like Zanga. angsty, like the angsty Gio. Like I hate everybody. Um, why won't she like me? Um, you know, stuff <laughs> give me like some that. E props. Send you know? like, me so, some E props. Um, and, and like I read back at uh, the Zanga years, and I just sometimes laugh at myself. I'm like. I thought that, you know. Um, Wait, can you it, still access Zanga? Uh, I don't know if now, but yeah, like, right? I yeah, remember no, reading they, it. You can. Well, you they can? emailed me and said they're archiving it, so I should download my files before oh, they get wow. rid of it permanently. Okay. Because okay. um, I remember I started journaling only because people were concerned. <laughs> what after, do you mean? No, people were concerned after reading my Zanga. Like, this is back <laughs> in the day, you know, like after oh. my Zanga. I think I was so raw or something. They were right? like, he's emotionally unstable. Yeah. Or or like, they were like, oh, you, you know, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be cussing online and this and that. <laughs> so like, okay. All right. Um, so then I went to my journal. Right. But then I have like kind of the same problem with Sua where I literally had to restart my journal um, like two times, two or three times because like I don't like it when I have to cross like words. Same. Out. Same. Because when I make a grammatical like error, same. I hate having to like cross something out, and so I ended up ripping the page out yep. and then like restarting. Oh right. Pastor Peter does not understand. You right know? nerds. No, no. It's it's it's, it's become such nerd. a. It's not just nerd. It's like I'm such a. I was You're such like a perfectionist. Yeah, like a control freak. Yeah. 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 That, you know, like I just got frustrated and I didn't journal for a while. And then I started journaling again. Um, and so, yeah, like I'm trying to think like what would be like so embarrassing that I want out? Like, because I feel like the book of Psalms is like, a you know, David's journal in a way. Yeah. Like, at least the ones that he wrote. And like that's a lot of unfiltered, like the I hate you kind of the Olivia yeah. Rodrigo album, the breakup album, you know, Olivia yes. Rodrigo. I actually um, like Olivia Rodrigo. She's yeah, very good. I think very a lot good. of guys do. Yeah. yeah. And so driver's license. Yeah, driver's license. Yeah. yeah. And so about that song. Oh, I don't know what right? it is about like such the lyrics. Yeah. Oh my god. It's the betrayal. God. The betrayal yeah. and yeah. the yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And so I mean, I don't know. Like, I think I'm fine with people reading. Oh, 
you know come on come on give I it think. to youth group member who good. is a youth group give us kid? something good no 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 i think part of it is um so certain ones that i want to keep private like cuz in the like i think in my mind is like oh maybe one day someone's going to find my journal so certain entries that i keep private i actually code it oh but I using actually, using what i use i use like coded a language secret, like yeah that, oh coded that only language. that nice. only that only i know unless you're an fbi like Whoa. you know crack you know crack the case you know kind what? of person i got to start doing that yeah so i actually I code I code the language, um, and I also code the uh, the person wow. I'm writing about. The name. The name of the person. So, like, if it, was, if it was about, you know, if it was if it was about Pastor Peter, like, I wouldn't write Pastor Peter on it. Like, well, it would like be that's, coded. That's smart, though, especially if yeah. you're reading like your journals, like, for anyone to read Pastor Peter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so, really, like, really, the only people that are able to unlock it are, like, those FBI, you know, code breakers. Wow. And maybe, and maybe my soulmates, if, like, they read it and, like... Oh, it's like, I remember listen to the Okay. Kinda, yeah. Or, yeah, and listen to the description and be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, that's about yeah. such and such. Yeah, but, yeah. Gio, yeah. who have you coded then? Like, I, you don't have to name the person, but are they, like, somebody yeah. in your youth group? Was it a former oh, girlfriend? Um, or, like, I don't know, no, like, a former elder of the church? Former pastor that you worked under? Like, who is a coded person? Uh, it tends to be, um, like, former friends. Oh, okay. Like, friends I who had betrayed to, you. Friends who betrayed me, yeah, friends yeah, that I've it. had to X out of my life. I get it. I get it. Um, friends that like, you know, um, what do you call it? That I thought were my friends and turns out they were not at all. Uh, that's tough. That's betrayal. Yeah. They used me and, you know, all, all these things. So I, I would code it. Um, so that that's something I would probably would not want out there. Um, the second thing I probably would not want out there, although my soulmates know this. Well, no, only certain soulmates know this. I think only IJ knows this. Um, is So I wrote uh, my reasoning. Like, if I were to get married, I wrote um, my list of best man and groomsmen. Right? My, uh -huh. my list yeah. of, of, yeah. of best man and groomsmen. Because the thing is, a lot of my guy friends... Are, are vying for like the best man slot. Wow. Right? They, they want to be the best man slot. And um, so I <laughs> so I wrote I wrote in my journal as I'm like, you know, thinking about who deserves the, this best man slot. Is it the person that knows me the longest? Is it the person who knew me at my worst time? Is it the person who, you know, yada, 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 right? And so um, I I don't know I don't think it would break the friendship but I don't know if I want my soulmates to know the reasoning. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. But I think IJ is the only one who knows the reasoning behind. Okay. It. All right. Wait, PP, yeah. who was your best man? Uh I I only had two. I only had two people in my wedding party and Taylor and uh this man this guy by the name of Richard. Mm. Um Chanu, I grew up with him. So oh. since we were in high school, so he he and Taylor were my best men. And Jenny had yeah. sisters. Uh, Jenny was just her younger sister and one other person from college that she asked to be wow. her uh, best, yeah, her maid of maid of honor, or yeah, yeah bridesmaid, wow. bridesmaid. So we, I only had two two people. Wow, because because so. 
Because one of my guy friends, he had 10 um, groomsmen. That's crazy. I don't think um, I have 10 friends. And wait, I think that's a little too. It's wait, what? No, sorry, sorry. Hold on, hold on. It's one one best man, nine groomsmen, and then three honorary groomsmen. And I was one of the honorary groomsmen. So, so what does that you, even mean? Um, but do you think that dude is just like overcompensating for something? Like, like is he just trying to show people he has a lot of friends when he really doesn't? Like, I, I don't know. Like, oh, does he really have that many good friends? Like, ten people to be in his wedding party? That's crazy. Yeah, no. No, like, well, being at his bachelor party, <laughs> that's actually my first bachelor party that uh, we all, like, cried out of, like, he affer- like he basically went, as he was giving, like, the the gifts, like, the bachelor gifts, uh, ba- sorry, yeah, the bachelor party gifts to each guy, he was, like, telling him the reason, telling each guy the reasoning of why he was chosen as a groomsman, what oh he means. You know, so it was very um, meaning making, you know, and so wow. like there was no dry tear, like literally like all 10 guys plus the three uh, honorary groups and like me, like we all like cried out of like, 13. it was such, it was almost like a holy moment, like of, of him just sharing like, this is what you mean to me. And this is how I grew up as a man, because you showed up in my life and you did this and you so literally don't you know, think I have like, 10, 13 friends. So, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like, as I'm hearing that, I don't like this guy. And I think, maybe, <laughs> I think the reason why is because I've never had that many friends in my life. <laughs> Same. I literally don't think yeah. I have 13 like, close friends. Well, like, who is this dude, man? I mean, even yeah. Jesus only had 12. <laughs> oh man, he, one he was up a Jesus. traitor. And one of them betrayed yeah. him. Yeah. 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 Like, and we're triggered right now. I'm well, so right now. I, I know, like, trigger. right? Yeah. So when Damn. when you look when you look at his lineup, it's actually um well, two of them is his brothers, and then the rest are different guy friends that were in different life stages. Wow. Um, so like whether it be it. childhood, yeah, to high school, to college, no, 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 to post college. Like, no, yeah. I gotta see it to believe it, man. That's I gotta, real I gotta, sus. I gotta, <laughs> it's a little sus. I got, I gotta turn on my nunchi, my intuitiveness, and see if it's true or not. It's the only time I'll turn that on. But anyway, okay. Well, we gotta. Well, speaking of wedding parties, speaking yes. of like that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, look segue. at that! Speaking We've invited of wedding you parties. here because we really wanted to talk about singleness and yes. uh, several. When we first started this podcast, we invited the very special Jennifer Shin, who was BFF. Yeah, shout out, shout out, Jen. Shout out to Jen. And, uh, and she gave a real great perspective. And we also we felt like we wanted to also have a guy, a single guy to yes. come on to share their experience yes, uh, as well. And sort of like their struggles or their, you know, their delight in being in this life stage that they have right now, uh, which is being single. So I, what I want to do is I want to ask some questions, but I just would love for you to just really share a little bit. And I know Sue has got a bunch of questions as well. But so Sounds my good. question for you, if we can just open up right now, is this. Yeah. As a single person, Gio, uh, in your 30s, right? Uh, like, yeah. how has the church made you feel? Have they ever made you feel lesser than because you're not married? I mean, you're a pastor, so if you're interviewing for jobs and pastoral yeah. positions, do they ever ask you, like, hey, how come you're not married? So that's a really, really good question because I, I okay, so yes and no. So I, I've been very fortunate that in my Indonesian American circles, um, maybe it's because of my family or, or my uncles being pastors, or maybe it's because of my family and who they are that, um, I have not been shown that kind of lesser than feel. Um, I think part of it is because, um, there are people in my church who ended like, for example, uh, there, there was an elder who got married at age 42, you know, 
And so there, there have been examples or stories of people even older than me who um, got married uh, later. So who were single um, longer uh, than I have. Um, so that, so I've been fortunate in that sense, but professionally speaking, when um, I visit Chinese or Korean churches, uh, Here we go. Uh, there's been times Tell when, us. when I visited and um, I, uh, you know, eventually like, you know, I, I let them know that I'm single and that's when, and again, I, I don't know Mandarin as you guys knew from the last episode and I don't know Korean uh, quite yet. Um, but whatever they say <laughs> um, to other people, like I could read the body languages and there was like just this kind of passive, like, what, like, who, like, who is this guy? Like, you know, why, mm -hmm. why is it, or why isn't he married? At least that's what I imagine that they're saying. I don't know, Yeah. but yeah. it's just, it's just the moment. Like you could tell because the moment when I say, uh, oh, I'm actually a, a single, uh, pastor, um, there's a there's a certain look in their face and just the meet their demeanor changes yeah mm. um so that's that's really the times when i i feel lesser than um oh another time was at a funeral right mm. oh and this is the indonesian church too so i was at a funeral and you know i didn't even preach or anything all, all i did was like help serve uh, with the other pastors and um oh, this is so sad to say but as we were burying um, the dead, the, the the person who just recently died, uh, different people like made like said passive aggressive things like, you know, hey Gio, you know, life is so short, so uh, when Stop. are you getting married? You no. Know? Or um, another one of the aunties was like, no. wow, you know, you know that that man, he lived such a long time. A f a, he was such a fulfilling husband. You know, you might want to do that oh too one day. Oh my god. You know, are you serious? and this is yeah. Oh and I'm gosh. like I'm like, this is not the like in my mind, I'm that like, this is, is so not crazy. the appropriate time no, to like be talking about this. And like I know it comes from a well-meaning place, but like this is not appropriate, right? Um wow. so you know, I I'm just the you know, the nice pastor, youth pastor, just be like, uh-huh, yeah, I just nod my head. Oh, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, I just Wow, on my head. So, man, um, I would be. Yeah, like, so I guess, yeah. All, all I'm saying is, I'm very fortunate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would be like, you are no longer my auntie for saying that. That's it. <laughs> Wait, I'm just gonna call you, you by your name, Blanche. Hold on. <laughs> what can we rewind to you interviewing for church positions at the specifically Chinese and Korean churches? Oh no, no, it's not interviewing. It's um speaking or, or speaking. Okay, what yeah. do you think? Is there like what what is this the concern do you think? Like is it more of like a oh I wonder what's wrong with him that he's still single? Or is it like, oh, we can't have a single pastor because he's gonna pick on the girls? Like what what is like the concern here? I you like, know what is their thinking? Yeah, you know, from a consensus of me asking other single pastors, yeah. uh, they say that both and yeah, yeah. Um, at least that. that's what I hear because like yeah. I huh. I have fellow friends who who I graduated with uh, from seminary and they are around my age and they're still single as well and that's been their experience as well when I asked them um, hmm. you know to compare wow. like so, yeah. so so Gio where are you at like right now um, you know just just if you can just keep it 100 with us um, yes. are you just really comfortable at this stage in your life continuing to be a pastor and being single or do you have, you know, this desire or a real want 
yes, uh, of wanting yeah. to get married and meet somebody special so that you can get married. Where are you at in that in that in that in that line there? Are you like yeah? Where where would you fall? Yeah, so we're keeping it at one hundred, right? One hundred, keeping it one hundred. So where I fall, and you know, IJ knows this, is that single people are sexual beings. Yes, and all human beings are created as sexual creatures. Yes, and so sometimes for me, and I, I you know, I'm a romantic, but there's oh, I bet you are, bro. But there's aspects of singleness that are very, very hard, and mm. you know that is definitely one of them. Um, yeah, you know, the, you know, the lack of sex, <laughs> the lack of intimacy. Yeah, um, you know, the the lack of, I don't know, feeling like that you're wanted by somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. um, for the rest mm-hmm. of your life kind of yeah. thing. Um, practically speaking, maybe even like the lack of an additional income, California is expensive, y'all, oh, <laughs> my goodness. you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, the lack of a, you know, support, uh, in life. Uh, sometimes I take care of my parents. So like, you know, it would be great to have siblings, but I don't have siblings. And so, you know, I imagine if I had, you know, a life partner, if I had a wife, you know, that would, that would help. Um, and there's one of my biggest heartbreaks. This is what I tell, uh, and IJ knows this and my soulmates know this. And now you will know this is I actually want to be a dad. Mm. Um, I love children and Mm. actually I've told some of my mentees, uh, some of the guys I mentor this, like the fact that I mentor them. And I think part of it is because I'm getting older. Um, the fact that I mentor them like, or certain people, (laughs) there's, there's certain guys I'm like, Oh, you know, like you're, you're frustrating me, but uh, there's other guys that I'm like, you know, you make me want to be a dad. Like I, mm-hmm. I literally told them that I'm like, mentoring you has been one of the greatest privileges in mm-hmm. my life. And you make me want to be a dad. And I think I want to be a dad one day. Mm-hmm. And, and um, so, yeah, so the lack of being able to do that. Um, yeah. So lack of, yeah. The lack of being able to be my whole self with another, yeah. like, all that yeah. stuff, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. Gio, I've, I've heard this from quite a bit of single folks uh, over the years of being at Metro, but also just even folks in my family, um, where they'll say what you just said, that, you know, I long for intimacy. I yeah. long to be intimate with someone, but I'm not getting that right now. Is there something wrong with me? Like, yeah. is there something wrong with me? Like, over the years for you, how have you been able to deal with, like, deal with that? How, how have you been able to process it? How have you been able to get to a place where it's not like this thing that you hear every day in your life yeah. as you're trying to live life? Like, how have you been able to overcome that, those yeah. voices in your head? Yeah, a bunch of things. So, well, first to address the whole, like, is there something wrong with me? Right. right. Um, the truth is there's something wrong with everybody. <laughs> Yeah. 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 There's something wrong with everybody. But like, I think one of the advice I would give to other singles is for you to actually get to know yourself. And Mm. so what I mean by that is like, uh, when I thought that there was something wrong with me, I actually went and uh, sought sought out like a therapist. Um, Part of it is like, is there something wrong with me? And also like, do I do want to get to know more about myself uh, better? So I went to therapy and, and that helped because it showed me the different ways I, um, sorry, the different unhealthy ways I tend to, um, you know, bond myself or like, um, I don't know, because I'm an Enneagram too, but like the different ways I tend to be like enmeshed with people mm. yeah. um, and the different ways I seek uh, validation um, from others. Uh, so like 
getting to know more about you, what mm. you're, uh, who you're about, what you're about, and um, the weaknesses that you have and the strengths you have, uh, all that really helped me to see, like, actually, no, there's nothing wrong with me. Um, but also, like, there's everything wrong with everyone else, too. Like, yeah. It, you know, not, not just me, but everyone. Um, and then second is... Um, theologically speaking uh you know if we as christians believe that god is a, tr a trinitarian god um that means god exists in his in his threeness um in a community right and so um what helped me is that like seeing that that i do serve a trinitarian god and so marriage uh even though it's dyadic it's a symbol of of in the Trinity in a way, because there's built in community between husband and wife. And, but for me as a single person, um, the community aspect there is the church is the soulmates is the friends mm -hmm. that we have. And so, um, finding intimacy through my church, finding mm -hmm. intimacy through my soulmates, finding intimacy, uh, through my friends that, uh, has helped me, um, answer the question is there something wrong with me and again i could clear yeah. here is it that's yeah. good yeah that's and really I think good people in church and else outside of the church really i hope i wish they would stop asking single people like so why you're so great like why are you still single mm. oh, I hate this, is that. Such yeah. a, this is such a common thing people hear all the time and i've heard people say this and they mean it as a compliment like mm -hmm. what but what they're actually communicating is if you were actually this great, you would not be still single. Like that's mm, kind of yeah. a hidden message, right? Ooh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I better be careful, man. I better never yeah. say that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and yeah. single also doesn't mean that I'm unlovable. You know. Yep. Right. Um. Right. So get that out of your head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, you know, actually, like... I actually am curious. What are some things that you have heard from well-meaning people, well-intentioned people, like especially in the church, but maybe outside too, where yeah. you wish or people leaders. would stop saying, yeah. um, because it's not loving. <laughs> At the yeah, that's a great it, question. Like, loving. Like, like church leaders, like people yeah. in the church, like people, like they got to stop saying in a single community. Like, what are some of those things? That would be great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So uh, one of them is so. Okay, so I actually kind of talked about this with IJ. And his his other best friend Steve, just because um, IJ is getting married. So I, I think one of the thing is like, oh, if you're getting married, um, you need to get married friends, you know. So as if like mm -hmm. suddenly your single friends are like now in the back burner, yeah, you know. So I think one of the the things is like I like I think married people need single friends too. Yeah, <laughs> and just yeah. just like That's single great. friends, single yeah. friends also need married friends That's too great. because. Uh, there's different perspectives that um, can add to the experience yeah. uh, experiences. So that's definitely one of them. And, um, you know, getting reassured uh, of that. Uh, second, I, you know, um, is like, yeah, all those different comments, like in, in that funeral, like, when's your time, you yeah. know? Um, and, oh, I hate this is like when my friends don't know whether to invite me to something or not. Um, because like they're afraid that like I'd be offended because there's an event and it's like mainly couples. Okay. You know, mm. like I wish like people would just. Well, I guess it depends. Like 
I, I would, I would, I would be, have to be able to communicate that I'm in a healthy spot. So I would, I would tell them like, if if I was healthy, like yes, invite me to you know mm-hmm. whatever, right? If I was unhealthy, then I would tell them I'm unhealthy, and they would know not to invite me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like, cause, cause then I find out that they, that there's this thing going on, and I'm like, why was I not invited? Right. Right. I thought we were friends, and then that, and then that adds to the 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 terrible cycle of like, oh, I'm not enough for you because I'm single. And, oh, oh, I guess we're not as close as we used Mm. to be because now you're married and like there's this elevated friends. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So there's, so there's that. And so as a result, like it's this constant cycle of like, am I enough? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm. Um, that, that I go through. And um, yeah, so that's definitely another thing that I hate when people you know talk about you know church wise i hate it when um like you all do like a marriage marriage series and i'm not saying you as a metro church but like when churches do a marriage series and um like talking about singleness is just like a blip in the afterthought yeah yeah i i I hate that so much yeah Mm. um like i wish you would like do also a whole series on um what do you call it on, on, on singleness, you know, like, mm-hmm. cause how come um, marriage uh, gets, gets all the, like the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, true. and cause then it makes me feel like less than when, you know, like I'm not even good enough to have a sermon mm-hmm. for me, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, mm. kind of thing. That's and, so and right. I think sometimes, um, uh, and, and, and I know like churches, churches start off with you know good atten- intentions and we want married people to succeed and, and to win and you know uh whatnot but um like because of the overemphasis on marriage um it makes me see that like at least in my mind that for the church like we idolize marriage mm-hmm. yeah um and one of the worst things that i've i've been told and is is this is like uh well i don't think other people have heard it this way but um you know how adam you know what sorry you know how eve was made from one of the ribs of adam mm-hmm. yeah so one of the things that i also hate hearing from other people is like you know geo uh you need to find your rib <laughs> your lost rib Do not say that yeah they've said that no. and Stop. you know and i'm just like Stop. yeah and and because what they really are trying to say is like geo you're, you're not, not complete. complete until yeah. you find that right. you know right. you and, and, go and, find your rib find yeah your lost, rib. lost rib and so like so oh that, that's what i'm saying is like we idolize marriage sorry and, yeah yeah and 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 I know, and, and it's not just me as a pastor, but me as a Christian, I know that marriage is not going to complete me. Yeah. It's Christ and Christ alone um, that's, that's right. that completes me. I mean, Colossians um, Colossians 2 verse 9 to 10 says that um, about, about uh, being completed in Christ. Yep. And, but then that's the thing, like churches like treat singleness as the JV team, the JV squad, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and um and and another thing that I also um, am kind of furious about, like in terms of, you know, the ser- sermons, is that uh, oftentimes when we do have a single sermon, the single sermon often becomes like the waiting game, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like we encourage singles to be patient, like to uh, endure, 
to wait for the right yeah. one to you know yeah. to come um sometimes it's like a the, like to wait is a euphemism right mm. but but by doing so like what i think that like what i think that communicates to singles is is it actually diminishes um singleness as a place of waiting and mm. guess what nobody likes waiting yeah right yeah like it, it's like all the married people are up in fort lee and englewood side and all the single people are stuck at that port authority terminal yeah. you know yeah. yeah and then we're all waiting to like cross the wedding aisle of the george washington bridge mm. this is an right? amazing visual by the yeah. way because right? i used to go to port authority every friday and i'm like oh that's not a yeah. good place to be it's here. not a good place like not no one likes be. waiting and yeah. everyone knows that frustration yeah. so what what i would wish or what I would hope that that churches and pastors would rather do is don't teach me to wait instead, like teach me how to live and, and to mm. thrive right. in my singleness um, at this time, because singleness shouldn't be a place of waiting, but rather a place where I can experience full life. Mm. That's you know? awesome. That's, That's so like, good. You know, like, you know, pero listen, right. My pero life, listen. right. Pero listen, yeah. my life isn't on hold. My yeah. gifts aren't on hold. And you better believe that my purpose isn't on hold either. That's right. Preaching. You know, and so that's what I Drop wish. Drop the mic, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. No, for sure. Yeah. No, for sure. Wow. I love that. Now, something interesting uh, that you did share before we started recording is that um, you shared that you have never been in a relationship, right? You've never, because one or of the questions. He hasn't been in love, he said. You haven't been in love. I haven't been, been in love. In like, you haven't been in love with someone yet. Yeah, I haven't been in love. Well, there was this girl that was very close. Like, uh, I can't really speak about her because uh, there's a lot of people in ministry that know about her. And so I can't, like, if I talk about her, they'll know. He's like, going to have to know, do it in a coded way. You know, I have coded, to do it in a coded, coded way. Coded. You know? um, but let's just say that long story short, like, I think she could have been, um, you know, I, I could have married her. Uh, but at that time, she didn't want to marry a pastor. Oh, and um, but then we would keep flirting, and you know, we would meet at like because we had mutual friends, and already I'm like, uh oh, other people know, like certain people know, like if they're listening. Yeah, um, but you know, she so for about uh yeah, so we would do this like for about a year, we'd just be flirting and like this and that, and then um. You know, finally, like my boys were like, Gio, like you either like put your foot down and actually do something about it. Don't lead her on or you like quit, you know, and mm -hmm. you know, I was like, you know, you're right. And so, you know, I, I stopped. I stopped it because, again, like if this if this is not going to go anywhere if she's, she doesn't want to marry a pastor. Well, what I didn't know was that she was resolving certain issues because she's the pastor's daughter. Mm. <laughs> Oh, uh, I see. Okay. And um, she didn't want to marry a pastor because of that. And so she had to go through therapy and, and did certain things oh um, to help her. But by the time that she was able to resolve her her um, issues, I had seemingly moved on. Right. And mm -hmm. so um, long story short, she ended up marrying a, a pastor, pastor. <laughs> i yeah, totally wow. saw this coming from 10 miles wow. so you cleared the way for the next pastor exactly oh, yeah boy. and wow. and then worst yeah. the worst part is and this is awkward was i get invited to the wedding oh and um oh man and i, I never really told the guy either but like what happened was Did you go 
so so you did didn't you no no i didn't no. go because i i argued i argued it with my my soulmates because i was telling them like do I go? Like this this guy is one of my my good friends. Like I gotta go, right? You know the guy. Yeah. Oh, you got invited because of the guy? Yeah. Oh my god. And he he and the thing is he actually called me because he was like, uh, we didn't get your RSVP and we need it, you know? And again, I'm already saying too much because like people who actually know me and, and are hearing know. this are like, oh, it's that person, you know. But um, you know, all, all I'm saying is I'm sorry, bro, that I didn't go to your wedding, but I didn't lie to you on why I didn't go to your wedding. Um, uh, That's integrity. I, I, I told him that uh, I, like, I actually was planning um, a, a different event uh, on that same day. And that was actually the truth. Um, mm-hmm. but, but of course, what I didn't tell him was there was a secret underlying thing was that, mm. you know, I had feelings before, yeah. you know, and yeah. I just, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. So. Wow. What would be your what what would be like an advice, your your best advice you can give um just to our singles community who are Christian, like on Christian dating, what would be like an advice you would give? Have you been dating? Yeah, so I have been on this app called Sorry, I don't Hinge. want to usurp your um, No, no, no. Mission, but app I'm just on curious. what? Uh Hinge, H I N G E. Um I love Hinge better than um other apps because like so, for example, Tinder. Tinder tends to be like more of a hookup yeah. um, app. Although I've had friends who like found their, um, you know, husbands or wives on it. Are you serious? But, um, yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm serious. But uh, at least in California, Tinder tends to have that reputation of being mm. more of a hookup um, New York place. Too. Yeah. And then so I tried. Okay. Yeah, and I tried Coffee Meets Bagel um, again, um, but it's it wasn't as I don't know. I just wasn't really into that i tried christian mingle um and there was another one too there was like another christian like app but like the people the girls that were on it i wasn't as attracted to um and then some were just like you know we're not theologically aligned oh my god that was like me 20 years ago yeah yeah you gotta give those women a chance because sua clearly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she said what is your soteriology and he goes what <laughs> yeah yeah that's important what is your yeah what is you your view substitutionary on and he goes what yeah <laughs> and so you a, like you know that yeah. was it and they ended up not dating and then la- years later i guess they started dating that's not so. you've totally changed oh. the narrative that <laughs> is oh. not why he broke up with me he broke up with me because i was a fob i already told you this no no i think i really he has a that different broke theory up with you because you were a fundy you were okay, a fundy whatever. and you were questioning we're moving on <laughs> going back to geo okay, so sorry, you're on hinge geo that's yeah. so encouraging I, I i think our audience needs to listen to this like it's not just like you're not just waiting like like some people saying just wait no you're out and you're looking for somebody and you are using yeah. resources which i think is totally cool you're using you know the yeah. apps and stuff like that yeah because that's actually the other thing that i also hate on um people's advice is like oh just wait and you know they're gonna show up yeah yeah like i've heard i've heard christians tell other christians that just wait and like okay so i've been waiting and no one has showed up. Yeah. And yeah. so I just want to say after you answer Pastor Peter's question about the yeah, best yeah. advice you have, I have a question. Don't let yes. me forget ooh, this ooh, question. Ooh, I'm very nice, curious. Nice, nice, okay. Nice. okay. All right. You go. Nice. You go. Nice. Keep it. Yeah. So my advice is go do, right? Like first work on you, work on you, right? Know yourself. Um, because 
when you work on you, you're working really, you're, you're actually helping your potential wife or, or mm-hmm. husband because yeah. Yeah. by the time you get married, you know, or engaged, married, whatever, you like, you're, you, I know every marriage has issues, but some of those issues have already been kind of healed because sure. you had worked on you, you know? Yeah. Um, so definitely work on you. And then second is go do, <laughs> go out, you know, find, find those places. Like, um, and yeah, sometimes I know some singles hate it when like people set them up on things, but yeah, sometimes I, I do ask like, cause uh, you know, who knows you, but your closest friends, right. Yeah. And if they, and if they can like, you know, look at their circle of friends and think like, oh, you know, I think you'd be good for this person. Um, try it, you know, don't, don't knock it. <laughs> yeah. Until you try it, yeah. you know, um, because what's the worst thing that can happen? Uh, you have, you got a bad date, like, okay, move on. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me. I, I had some of the worst dates in my life. Um, actually one of my biggest problems and everyone uh, who knows me knows this is I don't know how to end the date. I don't know how to end the first date because I'm so nice that sometimes I lead the girls on because the reality is I am like a spy. I'm trying to like try to figure out while I'm smiling, like how to exit. Like, what is my exit strategy? Can't you know, you what is my exit? this one of your bros to like call you and then you can like be like, oh, shoot, like I got to go. Like to call you and say, yeah, like, I mean, I, I, something I, like that. that. See, okay, I can't lie like, like you, Sula. No, yeah, sorry. I have no like, morals over here. No, 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 no. I mean, like, Sula, because you can't, can't lie. lie. No, you, Sula, yeah. you can't lie. That's what I mean. Is like, I can't lie. Like, if, like, it has to be real. Because you can't act like I, that. Yeah, okay. This is why I can't play poker, Sula. I'm, I'm, my poker know, face is not poker. good. I suck I think at poker. I poker too. You know? I'm terrible. Yeah. Three of us are so bad. Yeah, I'm so bad. So I can't lie. And so, and, you know, I, plus, like, I don't, I think the other part of me is like, you know, even if I don't like this girl, this girl is the, you know, an image of God. So why would I lie to her? You know, mm-hmm. like, Dang, so, that's so, so holy. no, I mean, I'm being serious. Cause that's I like my like, mindset. Like, Sua loves, now hearing, for telling him Sua to lie. loves hearing stuff like that. Sua loves hearing no, stuff like that. No, but I feel like really that. bad for telling him to lie. Look, I'm like Satan <laughs> over here being like, lie to the image of God, Gio. You can do it. <laughs> Would you want to go home and Netflix? Hey, that kind of sounds like Satan's voice. <laughs> you, have you heard Satan's voice? <laughs> I don't know. If Satan had a voice, it might sound like that. So, well, okay, I'm sorry. What? I'm, just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Anyway. No, all right, yeah. so, so what's your question? Sue? No, no. My question is not. Um, so my question ties into because I was thinking about what he was saying before about the narrative of when churches do sermons on singleness. It's always it's a waiting game. You're in the limbo if you just yeah. endure this waiting reward is on the other side like you god will answer the you know the desires of your heart you just have to suffer but you yeah. also said you wish the narrative were more no like live your life you know yeah live out the fullness of um that god has given you like don't be you're not just in this stage of waiting right like a pre, yeah. pre the like the tailgate or whatever it is yeah but yeah. but if you're somebody who genuinely wants to get married, right? Mm-hmm. Like y- you want to get married, especially if you're a woman whose eggs are dying <laughs> rapidly and mm-hmm. you want a family, whether biological or whatever. How do you balance that? Like, how do you live in the tension of knowing there's, because it's not the same thing as saying like, I want a promotion, but I will still be happy in the Lord because the promotion mm-hmm. is just like a very, I feel like compartmentalized part of your life. Whereas to me, I feel like wanting a family is something mm-hmm. like a bit more um, 
I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Like it affects more parts of your life, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So how how can you balance when you really, really badly want to get married and have a family and everyone else, it seems, is doing that and still be able to live fully? I don't know. Yeah. Does that question not make sense? I I think That's so. That's a tough I question. So. That's a great yeah, question. Yeah, it's a tough is question. Is it doable? Yeah. Like, I guess my question is, is it even doable? I, so I, I think for me, it's because um, I've dealt with grief in my life mm. that I am this walking like hope and grief at the same time. Mm. So what I mean by that is I have hope that I will meet somebody one day and I have hope because I my hope is in, in Christ alone. But... Um, I can also grieve that if that doesn't happen, then that doesn't happen. And, and this is what I mean. So mm. I, this may not be like theological, like, I'm sorry, Pastor Peter. But for me, like <laughs> the, the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego mm-hmm. as a single person speaks volumes to me. And what I mean Ooh, by that is this. Why? The reason is, so they they are thrown into um, the, the furnace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And why? Well, because, you know, uh, they refuse to uh, bow down and mm-hmm. pray to, um, you know, Nebuchadnezzar or, or the idol, yep. right? And as they're burning, um, you know, they they all said, you know, um, I have to turn to the passage to be like, you know, but they said something like this. They said something like, um, you know, we won't do this. Um, oh, man. Can we turn to the passage? Didn't say, like God has the power to save us, but even if He doesn't, yeah, even if that, He doesn't, we're, we're, yeah, we're, God has the power to save time. us. Yeah, yep. that, but that phrase, even if He yeah. doesn't, oh, I will good. still that's praise good. the Lord. That's really so. Good. As a single person, really good. I oh God, as a single that's person, so I'm like, so what I mean by hope and grief is, I have hope, like that God will give me, um, mm-hmm. you know, the person mm-hmm. of my desire one day, mm-hmm. but even if He doesn't. <laughs> Better listen if he yeah. does it. Yeah. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna praise the Lord. Mm. That's not like you you're not gonna stop me from praising the Lord. Um and mm. I and that's what I mean is like I can still have joy despite the grief. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I I don't know yeah. like I know that's like that doesn't that might not help somebody. No, that's but so it, it's oh, no, because it of that's but so it's that good. perspective of of yeah. walking in the both. Yeah. Well, you know, Gio, so I don't I don't think you understand how profound what you just like what you just said is so deeply profound. Because I think you just said you can always have hope, but you also got to give yourself permission to grieve. Yes. And I think that's yeah. where the single community in the church are not doing. They're struggling because the church hasn't taught them that. The church has to say, "Listen, always have hope." But you could also grieve that it's okay to grieve the mm-hmm. fact that your friends mm-hmm. are getting married and you're not. That you yeah. can grieve that, all right? Hope that you that'll change. But you have all the permission, you know, that that you need to go into grief because, you know, that the grieving is such an important part of, of being creating the image of God. And I think that might be one of the missing pieces in 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 how church leaders or how the singles community in the church are not given the privilege yeah. to do or even being told. That you can grieve this, and and meanwhile, you know they're going to the weddings and all that stuff, and they're trying to be supportive as possible, but yet they're not giving themselves permission to grieve. And I think the grieving yeah. thing is so profound that you still have hope, but yet you can still grieve too. And I think those two things together 
is probably the two best things you can have in your arsenal to kind of continue to live your life, not as like this, you're living a, a second rated life, but you can still live as great, you know, primary, you know, the best type of life that God wants you to live in your singleness, yeah. which I think is great. Man, that's powerful. That, was that really, is such yeah. a good answer. So powerful, so powerful. Yeah. You should be speaking at singles retreats now. <laughs> I was there, that, that's no, a real no. powerful thing, especially yeah. with the, you know, the, the story in Daniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's so beautiful because, you know, he said, even though, even though we yeah. die, you know, we're still good. And I think that's really powerful. So thank you. That's, that's a really powerful yeah. thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anything else uh, you would like to say to our singles community that might be listening right now or maybe or, married couples? Or actually more importantly, the yeah, non-singles the married, because married one of the ones who the say non-single stupid people. stuff all the time. Because this is really key. And I just, I just, I mean, I hope our audience caught this, but that, that's so profound how you just answer that, you know, have hope, but you can also grieve. But anything else you would like to just share uh, with our audience before we check out? <sighs> wow, that's a lot, but <laughs> kidding. No, um, no, like I think I think part of it is like well, I think there's two two main things for me. Like sometimes as a single person, I I look at Jesus who who himself was single, and I I have fun like doing like these imaginations in my head, right? And, and what I mean by that is this: like Jesus's first miracle was at a wedding, mm-hmm. right? And he's single, right? And sometimes I wonder like. You know, Jesus, did you also have an auntie who asked, you know, like, what's wrong with you, Jesus? Why are you single? <laughs> you know, at, at this wedding, you know, and did you have an uncle that tried to set you up, you know, like, and, 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 and I know this sounds funny, but like, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says that, you know, Jesus, you know, has, you know, like, there's nothing that Jesus hasn't experienced that, uh, sorry, there's nothing that we experience that Jesus hasn't experienced. Right. Hmm. And so I get comfort in that, um, and, uh, like seeing Jesus, not just as God, but as a human, as, as a single human m- a man um, pr- in particular, but um, as a single and, and um, yeah, like even, even our God, uh, he, he knows what it feels like uh, to be single. And I, I think as a single person, that should be encouraging. And, and then yeah. second, second is this Jesus himself, um, I want to say in like Matthew 12, like we find Jesus, you know, he's preparing his disciples for, you know, evangelism and um, his mother and brothers come and, you know, he's like, who are my mother and brothers? Right. Mm -hmm. And like, well, Jesus knew who his mother and brothers were, but he took that opportunity to present like this important truth, you know, to his listeners that whoever does the will of God Mm -hmm. is the brother uh, and sister and mother mm. and then you fast forward to john 19 um at the the foot of the cross jesus saw his mother there and he looks at john um the disciple and he tells him like here is your mother from from this time on uh you know take care of her you know kind of thing mm. that as a single person to me like that's those stories i cling to those stories because it makes me realize that um while yes, I do want a wife and for maybe another person, like they want a husband. I am content with the fact that as a single person, I'm not alone because I am part of the greater family of God. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, that um, my soulmates, my church, uh, my community loves me enough to be there 
you know, when I, I, I need them, like uh, in times when I'm crying, you know, uh, in times when I am, you know, feeling, you know, crappy about myself, mm. I do still have, you know, the intimacy where people will call me out and say, stop saying yeah. those things about yeah. yourself. Stop, yeah. you know. And so my hope for the single person is that you do not uh, stay as an individual realize that you are a person not an individual because an individual is someone who isn't affected by anyone but mm. but if we truly believe in a trinitarian god you are a person the mm. personhoods of of god mm-hmm. you are a person and so you belong in this community and so re- like be part of the community and yeah. um lean onto them yeah uh, because yeah. um you know, yeah, you're not going to get fulfilled even in marriage. Like you're not going to get fulfilled, but um, what we can do is we can help each other as a community, whether you are married or whether you're single. Um, Yeah. 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 Well, I just have one more question before we conclude here. And if I can just have you, and you might've answered it already, but uh, I want you to share with the audience, your greatest struggle and greatest delight in being single. Yeah. Um, that's that's good. Uh, I, I love yeah. looking at the five love languages as as you know my greatest struggle um, because mm. my greatest struggle I think is other than loneliness maybe is physical touch. Mm-hmm. Um, single people can be very touch starved uh, people, mm. and I I can go for a week uh, sometimes without being touched. Mm. Um, and I'm a person who like I mean I I can I love high fives I love handshakes, but I feel most loved when I'm hugged. Mm. <laughs> and uh, this is kind of embarrassing maybe for IJ to like for me to share, but I I, I think IJ will be okay with this. But um, IJ visited me in California, and I don't know what, I don't know why I'm crying, but it's my Enneagram mm. two side. But um, I remember him. Uh, coming out of the car and he hugged me and then he said this hey can we hug longer than usual mm. and um it's just i don't get to see you physically much uh mm. because you're you know you're in the west coast and i'm in the east coast mm. and again i don't know why i'm crying but it's just we're all crying bro oh my god we're all uh, crying <laughs> But it's just the fact that, um, like, I needed that. I needed that physical contact. Mm-hmm. And um, when he said that, like, I nearly died of how thoughtful he was, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I didn't even need it, like, to ask, and he did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, mm-hmm. Because part of it is he knew that it was something important to me. Um, and that's what I mean about, like, uh, you know, living in community. Like, he knew that that was important to me. But even more so, he expressed, um, yeah, the importance of of the phys- physicalness. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think one of my biggest struggles is is the the physical touch. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I'm really thankful for friends like IJ, yeah. who you know will meet me where I'm at. Because mm. again, like I know that there's some people that are not huggers. So like, if you don't want to yeah. hug, please, like th- that's fine. I promise but, you, when I see you in February, I'll give you a hug. A yay! Hug. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and you said the 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 delight, the, the delight, delight in my mm-hmm. singleness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's part of it is financial financially. 
Uh, and people don't really think about this. And, and I'm being mm. practical. I'm being practical and serious about this. Okay. And, and this is to honor you too as, as, mm. as married people. Is that when I go out to eat, I could just, I could even feed myself for like seven bucks. Right. Mm. And then I realized, oh my gosh, if I have a wife and kids, let's say I have three kids mm-hmm. and we go to Chipotle. Right. <laughs> a meal. Exactly. A meal that could have just cost me seven bucks. I am paying how much? Like thirty, forty dollars. Yeah. And my but, kids you know, now won't even doesn't don't even want to order from the kids menu. I'm like, you better yeah. order from the kids menu. Yeah. I'm not Discount, please. You, upgrading you to the adults menu. Exactly. You know? And like cause I used to laugh about this because like, you know, um and because my parents did this to me, but we would go to, you know, those buffets and they make me lie about my age. Yes. But I'm like, but mom, I'm like this age, you know, and like, mom, I'm 20. Okay. I'm you know, anymore, mom. And, and, and so they, they taught me like, no, you have your real age and then you have your buffet age. Yeah, I think that's from the Lord. I think that's from the Lord. Oh, that is and, amazing. And so, um, yeah. So like, that's what I want to say is like, my delight is like, mm. you know, financially speaking, like practically speaking, you know, like I. I you know I get to treat myself whenever I want really that's right versus like you know when you're married you you're not thinking about your own like you're thinking about your mm-hmm. wife or yeah. husband and especially if you have kids you're thinking about your kids and rightfully yeah. so um but but that's what I mean is like I get to to save more money in that's that awesome so. <laughs> you know Gio I don't know if you know this but I know who are listening you're an inspiration you really are and I'm just so grateful that you came on and you were being vulnerable, but mm-hmm. also sharing and even using some biblical passages uh, to really help our audience. And I don't think you will fully understand how much of a blessing you have been to those who will listen to this episode. And hopefully you can share this with your friends if you've heard this, if you have single friends that you can share this with them as well. Because I think the stuff that you've shared uh, in about the hour that we've had together, I think could be really impactful for our people, particularly the singles community and the married and the married community as well. So I just deeply from the bottom of my heart, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on and be a part of this because I think you have just blessed, inspired Sue and I, Mm -hmm. but I think uh, you're going to really be inspiring a lot of other people. And I'm just so grateful for your heart, your authenticity, just being vulnerable and sharing. And, uh, and I do hope that if you're listening, that you two can sort of model that in your life as well and understanding that when we can be vulnerable with one another, um, that's really the opportunity where we can really encounter God's grace, His mercy, and His power. And I think we've all kind of encountered a little bit of God's power through your authenticity and you being vulnerable with us. Yeah. So thank you so much thank for, you. For, uh, for being on here today. And uh, hopefully you'll join us again, Gio, because we love Yes, sign me up. Sign me up for the I next one. I hope, Gio, you will make um, a picture of yourself with a quote from yourself. That's right. <laughs> oh, you, you have to. I mean, it's, you have it's so, to. There are so many quotable things oh, on this episode. Here in this one. So, <laughs> so I know many you're gonna quotes. You're going to have no problems doing it. But listen, hey, audience, we want to thank you. If you want to interact, you can feel free to comment on our social media posts. But also you can email uh, me, peter at wepastor.org or sua at wepastor.org. And Gio, do you, what's your email? Um, It's my name. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe uh, you put that on your yeah. comment. Put that on yeah, the yeah. Or put that on the post. If people want to email Will you, do. just give you some a shout out of maybe how you've impacted them uh, with this with this uh, with this episode here. But everyone, we just want to thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, you'll join us again next week. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.